Welcome, everybody. You're listening to the Buzz with Bernie, an economic development podcast. I'm here with your host, Bernie Maybank. And Bernie, I'm sure you haven't because you are the coolest. But have you ever felt like a, a third wheel, like maybe you shouldn't be part of a conversation? No. No. See, that's what I was going to say. Um, because I'm starting to think that this podcast, I might be kind of a third wheel because our guest today is Jerry Lynn Van Story. She's a tax attorney and program manager at the South Carolina Department of Revenue. And I'm thinking, you know, two tax experts in the same place here to debate um, is the sitcom Friends um, a generational game changer? Isn't that what we're here to talk about today? Jerry Lynn, are you more of a Jennifer Aniston character or Courtney Cox from back in the day? Oh, I definitely Lisa think Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow, yes, definitely. <laughs> Phoebe, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I joke, we're not here to talk about friends. We are here to talk about job tax credits. And I think I'm just going to let you two go at it. I'm going to go out to lunch. Okay. And so the reason we're here, the reason we've scheduled this podcast with Jerry Lynn, who has an excellent resume, lawyer, uh, got a CPA, worked for a big four accounting firm, and has been in the Department of Revenue for a number of years. The reason we've invited her on today is uh, while everyone has heard to some extent of the job tax credit, many are not aware of some of the major provisions of it. So one example is the small employer, if you have 99 or fewer employees worldwide, you only have to add two new jobs to qualify for the jobs tax credit. A lot of people are not aware of that. Second of all, a lot of people are not aware that in tier four counties, any employer qualifies. In tier one through three, you have to be a manufacturer uh, uh, and about five, six other things. But in tier four, the, the convenience store that hires two people qualifies for the jobs tax credit. The other thing that incredibly people are not aware of is that South Carolina very quietly vastly increased the jobs tax credit in tier three and tier four counties. So tier four counties, it's $25,000 per employee, and that's a credit, not a a, a deduction that passed in the Panthers legislation, which passed two years ago. And so all the publicity, even among tax professionals, all the publicity was regarding the Panthers. And a lot of people just missed that we now have probably by far the largest job tax credit in the country in tier three and four counties. And I'm sure you guys are going to explain the difference between the tiers. We are. We are indeed. So, Geraldine, why don't we start with you giving us a brief overview of the job tax credit. Act, and then we'll get down to the questions. Okay. Um, we have what we call the standard jobs tax credit, and that's what most employers actually take. And you've got to basically create 10 or more jobs in a single taxable year uh, in order to take advantage of that credit. you got to do it on a monthly average, which is a little bit of a trick. Um, but if you do that, you are going to get a, a jobs tax credit for each job you create. And you're going to get that for five years so long as you maintain the job. Uh, you can also add on jobs in the five years af after basically you first created the jobs, and those jobs are going to count too. Uh, we also have a small business jobs tax credit, which you mentioned, which is for employers that have 99 or fewer employees worldwide. Um, you only have to create two jobs for that. It is a monthly average of two jobs. But how much credit you're going to get really depends on how, what wages you are paying. If you're paying 120% or above of the county or state, you're going to get the full 
jobs tax credit amount for that tier. If not, it's going to be half. And then we've got something called the accelerated jobs tax credit. And the biggest thing about that is you start taking that credit in the first year you create the jobs. With the other two, it's the year after you've created the jobs that you start claiming the credit. So those are our three basic credits. And uh, most people use the, the traditional jobs tax credit. And we occasionally see some small businesses taking advantage of it, but it's mostly the traditional jobs tax credits that's being used. Okay, and the amount of the credit depends on the county in which the employer is located? That's right. We've got four tiers of counties. Uh, tier 1 county um, is, uh, I believe, 1500 Tier 2, I think, is 2750 When you get to Tier 3, it goes to 20250 And when you get to Tier 4, it goes to $25,000 for each job created. Okay, and that's a credit, not a deduction, correct? That is a credit. It can offset 50% of the taxable income of the taxpayer. So that's that. What, what you can do is just basically create the job. The next year you're going to get, if say you're in a Tier 4 county, you're going to get a $25,000 jobs tax credit for each job you create. Okay. And so that's a spectacular tax credit in Tier 3 and 4 counties. Now, those counties are annually ranked by the Department of Revenue? They are annually ranked by the Department of Revenue, and the new county rankings that will be used for 2021 should be coming out very shortly. Right now we're in the 2020 county rankings, but the 2021 should be coming out by the end of the year. You just didn't rip up the 2020 because, you know, we might just as well rip up everything. Yeah, and what, it would be nice. <laughs> and I know it's a little laborious, but what we're here today is for the primarily the Tier 3 and 4 counties. Can you tell us who the Tier 3 counties are? Um, I sure can. I can tell you that the Tier 3 counties for 2020 were Abbeville, Calhoun, Cherokee, Chesterfield, Colleton, Darlington, Fairfield, Hampton, Oree, Jasper, Lawrence, and McCormick. Those were all the tier okay. three. And how about the tier? So they get $20,250 in that county per employee. And who are the tier four counties? Okay, the tier four counties are Allendale, Bamberg, Barnwell, Chester, Clarendon, Dillon, Lee, Marion, Marlboro, Orangeburg, Union, and Williamsburg. Okay. And so what employers are eligible for the jobs tax credit in Tier 1 through 3 counties? Okay, Tier 1 through 3 counties, um, there are a lot of different entities that can qualify. Um, their manufacturing can qualify, processing, um, distribution, warehousing, research and development, research and development, corporate office facilities can qualify. One thing about tourism, tourism has to create 20 jobs with their hotels and motels, but otherwise tourism qualifies. Um, technology intensive, which are the computer folks, generally speaking. Banks qualify, agribusiness operations, agricultural packaging, and then we have something called a qualifying related service facility. For those, you've got to usually create between 25 and 175 jobs. But those are kind of white collar jobs, generally speaking. Uh, sometimes call center jobs, they can qualify under that particular designation. 
um, we have, I, I think we now also have professional sports teams that can qualify. I think that's the okay. majority of them. Okay. And often overlooked, perhaps overlooked more than anybody, is agriculture. And so agribusiness operations and agricultural packaging qualify for the job tax credit? That's correct. Okay. So which employers qualify in Tier 4 counties? Well, in Tier 4 counties, all the ones I just mentioned qualify. And additionally, which is kind of surprising because most states don't do this, but retail facilities such as like convenience stores or department stores, they qualify and service-related industries also qualify such as hairdressers or uh, lawn cares, things of that nature. Service-related industries also qualify in tier four counties. Okay, I've got to jump in here because I've, <laughs> I've learned a lot through this podcast and hanging out with Bernie. And I mean, it sounds like pretty much everyone qualifies. And my question is to whoever wants to answer it, why aren't more people taking advantage of it? Is it just that they don't know it exists? Um, is there something we're missing? Because why would you miss out on these credits? Guys? I don't, I can't answer that question. Um, why people aren't going to tier four counties? I, I don't know, because it is a very lucrative jobs tax credit for creating jobs in those counties. And some of those counties are very close to developed counties, so. Um, Bernie, I'm not is sure it exactly the, what's happening. Is it internet access in some of these areas or Wi-Fi? I mean, I, I just, uh, it boggles my mind. Part of it is South Carolina has so many credits and exemptions uh, that people just tend to get overwhelmed by it. And so, it, and a lot of times, shame on them because they don't bother to take the time and effort to find out. They don't ask their CPA. They don't ask their lawyer. Uh, and so they, uh, they just flat miss it, in large part just because we have so many. Uh, but, Geraldine, back to Tier 4 then. Uh, the Opportunity Zones and the New Market Tax Credits have disqualifiers for SIN businesses, suntan salons, liquor stores. Does the, does the Jobs Tax Credit have a SIN business disqualifier? It does that, not at this time that I have been able to find, so I, I would say no. Okay. Does not eliminate those types of businesses. Okay. All right. And so, uh, so if I have 99 or fewer employees worldwide, uh, any business in a tier four county that adds just two employees, adds and maintains two employees, qualifies for the credit, correct? Uh, that is correct, so long as they do a monthly average of two. And if they pay 120% or above of the county or state per capita wage, they get that full 25000 If they pay under that and they create two jobs, they get um, half of that, 12500 per job. Okay. Still very generous. All right. Uh, that 12500 is far more than it was previously. It's only 8000 so if, if I pay 100, if I'm in a tier four county, any business, and I pay 125% or more of the county average, because the county average is always going to be lower than the state average, I get $25,000 per employee. So that's a $50,000 tax credit, correct? And, and for the two, and so long as you maintain the jobs for five years, you get to take that, you know, you get to add on, you get another 50,000 next year. And another 50,000 next year, so for five years. 
Okay. And then question always comes up among tax types. Do you have to be a certain type of legal entity to get the credit? Do you have to be a C corporation, for example? You do not. You can be a partnership or an S corporation, a sole proprietorship, a limited liability company, and you can pass that credit through to your partners and sh and for your S corporation, your shareholders and your LLC, your members. You can do that. Okay. Okay, and so the, the credit doesn't wipe out the entire amount of tax liability, correct? That's right. It, it wipes out up to 50%. Up to okay, and so uh, using the example of the LLC, uh, the LLC would pass the credit through to its members? That's correct. correct? Okay, so a law, typical law firm is an LLC, so they would pass the tax credit through to the to the partners or members of the law firm, correct? That is correct. Yes, and they so would. Th so they that could wipe out fifty percent of the of the lawyers' uh, state taxable income, then, correct? Yeah, but they got to be in a tier four county. That's the one thing. Right, right, in a tier four county, uh, and so okay, and is that the. Uh, husband and wife's income. So if you file a joint tax return, so my, my wife is a, is a heart surgeon and I, I'm a lawyer, it can wipe out 50% of our joint taxable income? Yes, it can. Okay. All right, well that, that can be extremely lucrative then. Even if the, the law firm itself, uh, the convenience store doesn't make a whole lot of dough, the convenience store is an LLC, but the owner of the convenience store makes a lot of dough, it wipes out 50% of, of her taxable liability, correct? That's right. You don't, it doesn't have to be that the income you're offsetting is generated by the business that's creating the jobs tax credit. It's okay. uh, a case against all, all the income. All right. And then the other question that always comes up is, and people confuse the jobs tax credit with the job development credit, do I have to pay, are there minimum salary requirements? Uh, let's say tier one through three counties, is there any minimum salary requirement? Uh, except for the small business jobs tax credit and getting that full credit amount, there are not like any minimum salary requirements. The JDC, the job development credit does require that you pay a certain minimum. The jobs tax credit does not, no. You don't have to meet any minimum. Okay. And so in tier four counties, it matters, but only to the extent of the credit you get, 12500 versus 25000 Well, that's going to be true in any of the counties because with the small business jobs tax credit, in order to get the full amount for any of the counties, you got to right. pay 120% above the per capita income for the county or state to get the full amount for the okay. small business jobs tax credit. And so the, the, to get the county average, the Department of Revenue issues that number each year? Uh, we do. We issue that number each year for all the counties, uh, all 46 of them, and the state. Uh, that, too, will be coming out hopefully before the end of the year. Um, but we do that every December, generally speaking. We put out the new per capita incomes for the next year at the end of the current year. Okay. And then the other question that comes up, do I have to provide minimum health care benefits to qualify for the jobs tax credit? You do not. Um, unlike the job development credit, there's no health care requirement in the jobs tax credit. A lot of other states do require that. It is not in our jobs tax credit statute. Okay. Do, do, do part-time employees qualify? 
part-time employees can qualify. They have to meet certain minimums uh, of hours. And generally, two part-time employees, or we call them half-time employees, counts as one full-time employee in most instances. But they have to work a certain number of hours each week. Okay, so as, as a practical matter, if they're part-time, they got to work the entire year, though? Can't be seasonal? Generally, okay. seasonal does not qualify. There's a certain exception for certain seasonal businesses, but as a general rule, seasonal does not qualify. Okay. And then, uh, it, so it wipes out 50% of the tax liability. Um, for most people, they're not going to be able to use it all. Does the job tax credit have a carry-forward provision? It does have a carry-forward provision, and it's very generous, um, and more generous than most other states. It's 15 years you can carry it forward from okay. the time you earn it, so yes. So a lot of startup businesses are not going to have a tax liability the first couple of years, So, but they definitely want to file for it, correct, even though they can't use it? They, they do want to file for it and establish, basically, uh, the claiming of it and the carry-forward. That's the reason to file for it. One other thing I'm going to mention here is the Form 616 we have. I was, I was going to ask you about that, Jerry Land, <laughs> about Form 616. Can you get in-depth? She was nagging I, me unmercifully before the filming I was. about that. Come on, let it out. I've been dying for this. Uh, the Form 616 is great. If you were in, going to go into one of those least developed counties and um, you're planning to do a new facility in that county, before you start building or breaking down on that facility, you're going to want to file the Form 616 to lock in that county designation because that's going to lock in your county designation as a Tier 4 county for the next few years. So when you start creating the jobs, even if your county has changed in the ranking and um, moved up to a Tier 3, you're going to be able to get the jobs tax credit for the Tier 4 amount. So that is huge. Yeah, and it doesn't hurt you. If you file the Form 616 and the county moves down, um, you actually benefit So from the, from the uh, move down. So you want to file a Form 616 before you even break ground. It's a really good idea to do so, and a lot of people forget about that. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of movement of Tier 4 counties to Tier 3, but there's, there's usually one or two each year that do, that do move up and one or two each year that do move down. I think um, you're going to see two, one or two this year, yes. Or next year, yes. Okay. And, uh, and uh, when do you claim the job stats credit? As a general rule, you start claiming it in the year after you've created the jobs. Um, so you claim it in the second year, at, or the year after you've created the jobs. But there is an exception for the Small Business Accelerated Jobs Tax Credit. With that particular credit, you start claiming that one in the year that you actually created the jobs and you claim the credit on a TC4, which is our jobs tax credit form, or one of these small business jobs tax credit forms that we have. I can't remember the numbers right now, but we also have uh, credit forms for small business jobs tax credit. Okay. And so I'm listening to the podcast and saying, gee, I need to start claiming this thing. Do I have to get permission from the DOR? Do I have to file a notice, hey, Jerry Lynn, I'm going to start claiming the form? And many of our tax credits do require notices, and do some of them actually require permission. Does that apply to the jobs tax credit? It doesn't apply to the jobs tax credit. Unlike the job development credit or abandoned building or certain other things where you have to notify us, 
um, you claim it on the return. You claim it on the, the schedule, uh, uh, TC4 generally, usually, generally speaking, uh, and you claim it with your return when you file your tax return for the year. Okay, and so I'm listening to this and say, geez, I, I qualified for this two years ago and last year never claimed it. Can I file an amended tax return and claim it? So long as you're within the statute of limitations, that's generally three years, uh, you can go back and claim it um, and file an amended return. You can do that. Uh, you've just got to be within our statute of limitations to do that. Uh, and you've got to make sure you're in that statute of limitations in order to be able to claim it. Okay, which is typically a three-year statute of limitations? Usually, yes. Okay. All right, we're about out of time. Anything you want that we haven't covered on the job tax credit that you want to add? Um, just file that Form 616. That is so <laughs> important. Um, we don't see a lot of people doing it, and um, it really can benefit someone who's in one of those lower-tier counties um, and lock in that designation before that county might move. So that, okay. that would be my first piece of advice. I'm seeing a marketing effort where you have the mask with Form 616 on the mask. Don't forget. <laughs> so to summarize then, if I'm in a Tier 4 county, I have 99 or fewer employees worldwide, I run a convenience store, or I'm a lawyer that hires uh, an associate and a secretary, I hire two new people, I get uh, hire and maintain them, I get a $50,000 tax credit. That's correct? For that year, so long as you paid them above the per capita income for the county Some or the, the state, county. 120%, yeah, then you would. That is correct. Okay, and I'm an LLC, and uh, my wife's a heart surgeon, and I'm a lawyer. Uh, it wipes out 50% of our joint income, not the income of the miserable C-store that isn't making any money, correct? That's correct, and congratulations on having a wife that's a heart <laughs> surgeon. <laughs> it can actually offset um, and, both of y'all. If I had a wife who was a heart surgeon, I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you. Uh, Jerry Lynn, you are a delight. Thank you so much for coming. And this is so important. I, again, it, it escapes me how so many folks don't know about this. My husband's originally from Chester, so I'm already trying to calculate here about how we can get some business opportunities going. Get it rolling. Chester's now looking file my these days. Yes, Chester's looking very desirable these days. So um, for sure. For sure. Well, Jerry Lynn Van Story is a tax attorney and program manager at the South Carolina Department of Revenue. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you all for having me. Stay safe. <laughs> you too. Y'all too. All right. All right. Thanks. And thanks for joining us on The Buzz with Bernie, everybody. If you haven't listened to some of our prior podcasts, go check them out. Thanks for listening. <laughs>